Personality Matters is brought to you by WorkStyle, the lightweight app that teaches employees how to identify, understand, and connect with the different personalities around them in just five minutes of fun training a day. Make your customers love working with you and your employees love working for you with WorkStyle. Visit work.style to learn more or to request a demo. And now, here's the host of Personality Matters, Sheila Lothian. Welcome to Personality Matters. I'm Sheila Lothian. Not long ago, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, and I came across one of those quotes on a picture. It said, a person who feels appreciated will always do more. And it really got me thinking about this idea of appreciation and how critical it is and the impact that it has on our everyday lives. I mean, people leave their jobs because they don't feel appreciated. People leave their relationships and their marriages because they don't feel appreciated. And you know, even if you don't leave a situation, it can take a lot of joy out of life, out of your job, out of your relationships when you don't have this feeling. And what I really thought about when I saw this quote was the huge role that personality plays in all of this. What being appreciated means to us and how we express appreciation to others and what it is that makes us feel or not feel appreciated. So today we're going to look at the concept of appreciation through the lens of personality. We're going to identify how it means different things to different people. And we're going to give you some more effective ways to show appreciation to the people around you, and also how to recognize when somebody is expressing appreciation for you, even when it might not seem like it. Andy Solom is back with me here in the Personality Matters studio. Andy is our Senior Director of Learning and Engagement, and Andy, a big part of your job is going out and training teams, managers on personality, on improving interactions and and outcomes, and personality awareness is a big part of that. Andy was so fantastic in our parenting episode that we've got him back. We're really excited. That would be good appreciation. Is that good appreciation? I appreciate you, Andy. (laughs) And I really appreciated that conversation we had. And it was actually at the end of that conversation, kind of when the mics were turned off, that we started talking about appreciation. And you actually shared this wonderful analogy with me that I want to kick off this conversation with because I think it really gets at the heart of what appreciation means. And part of the issue is the word itself. It's really kind of limiting. So why don't you tell our listeners what you said to me and kind of the, the analogy that you drew? Sure. So it's an analogy from a mentor of mine. And each personality has what we would call a psych need. And that psych need helps them in their well-being. And when their psych needs aren't being met, then they are in some level of distress. So your entire life, you go day to day trying to get that psych need met. And he called it filling your bucket. And picture having a bucket filled with water. And if you don't get your needs met, some water leaks out the bottom. So then you need to fill that bucket up to be fully appreciated, feeling good about yourself, motivated, in your happy place, if you will. Mm That's just basically it. You know, you are going to go through your day trying to get your bucket filled. Now, it's best when somebody else can fill your bucket for you. 
and you don't have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think of filling your bucket as sort of along the lines of fishing for compliments. Mm-hmm. You know, each one of us might ask to get our bucket filled. We might behave in certain ways to get noticed and get our bucket filled. Those aren't as satisfying than, say, somebody just coming up to you and appreciating you or filling your bucket without you having to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain folks that just tell me I'm special, tell me I'm valued, smart. If you have to ask, you're not going to get as much water in that bucket. Right, right. So I'm curious to know, how much do you see this concept of bucket filling, psych needs being met? How big of a problem is it in a team setting? And kind of within that, is it a problem of people not meeting people's needs? Or is it a miscommunication problem? You don't have to give me a scientifically verifiable no. answer. But <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, wait, is it both? You know, is it? There'd is be it, lots of final answers because there are a few questions there. there I'm going to try few. and sort right. of unpack okay. it as we go. All right. Is it a problem? I, you know, I hate saying something's a problem. Is it pervasive out there? Absolutely. Yeah. There are certain times when somebody does something for you and it's an easy, it's a slam dunk. You, you know, you appreciate using using the term that we're talking about. You know, a thank you. Mm-hmm. That thank you can be delivered in different ways. And I think that's probably where I would start when I try and help somebody understand. You you want to appreciate them in a way that makes them feel good and fills their bucket. Let me use an example. I trained with a woman on my team several years ago, and I was learning the model myself. After the class... Our personality model, I just want The personality our, model, that's right. Yep. And so I had actually taught how to give feedback in another life, in another organization. So I thought I was pretty darn good at it. The day went, it was was completed. And I thought, I'm going to appreciate this woman and tell her how awesome it was to train with her. Her name was Jane. Loved working with you. I loved training with you because of the following reasons. And I gave her a list of bullets. This is classic Management 101. I like what you did, and I like what you did because... She stopped me and she said, now, because of my personality style, you had me at, you like training with me. You had me at hello, like that classic line from Jerry Maguire. I must have looked confused because she said, let me, let me, let me explain. As soon as you said, I liked training with you because X, Y, and Z, and you gave me those reasons, it became conditional. Her internal thinking was, do you only like me? When I do X, Y, and Z, or do you just like me? So for the appreciation to really hit, for me to have filled her bucket that day, it would have been better off just saying, I really like training with you. Mm -hmm. Would that have filled my bucket? Absolutely not. And I think that was the big key learning for me Mm -hmm. is that there's definitely a different way to communicate with people, but also to appreciate them and the nuance of making them feel good and filling their bucket. Yeah. I just do wonder how often it's it's that versus somebody just not expressing anything. You know, a boss, right. a spouse who doesn't, who, you know, really just doesn't ever express their appreciation. How often do people talk about it just in general? When was the last time you talked to somebody and they said, hey, well, how do you appreciate your spouse? How right. do you appreciate your kids? It's not something we really talk about. I'm just thinking of all the parts of our lives where we 
want and need to have that bucket filled? I think we go through our day trying to complete our list, trying to to do what we need to do in order to complete the day. Once I realized that everyone around me was in some level of distress, really, Mm -hmm. and everybody was on this subconscious mission of getting their bucket filled. What a really cool side mission for the day is to fill somebody's bucket Mm -hmm. or fill three or four people's bucket without being prompted. And I say that because it's easy when somebody gives you a report or hands in a completed assignment or does something for you to say thank you. Make a great dinner or picks the house up. I came home from four days on the road last night and the house was immaculate. Now, we share the duties of cleaning the house, right? I am not that person that is like, my spouse is supposed to clean the house. But I have to tell you, and for her, she's like Jane. She just wants to be appreciated for her, for you know herself, mm-hmm. not the work. But she said, the house looks wonderful. I love you. You know, I, it just just something simple like that. But keeping it simple because that's the way she wanted it. Keeping it simple. And you know, let's stay on that because let's say the roles were reversed and, and your wife had been gone and she walked into an immaculate house. What do you want to hear from her? What's going to fill your so, bucket? So for an advisor, I want to know that she values the role I play. Because so- an advisor is somebody who's conscientious and dedicated and observant and wants to feel that they are contributing to the bigger group, the bigger picture. Right. I would have appreciated if she came in and said, wow, the house looks awesome. You took care of the kids while I was gone while still going to work. And I know you delivered that big presentation. I don't know how you get it all done. I don't know what we would do without you. Something yeah. along those lines. I don't know lines. what we would do without you. Yeah. I don't know what we would do. And what about an organizer? One of these very structured, process-oriented, data-driven kinds of people. Yeah, absolutely. Logical, responsible, organized. The organizer wants to know that their hard work and planning is important to you and valued by you. And so to walk in the, the house and just say, wow, not only did you do the laundry, but you also did the floors. Where do you find the time? How did you fit that into your busy schedule? You're incredible. Yeah. Acknowledging that they spent time on this and that they did it. Yep. Um, and, and then, you know, there's the original who, um, spontaneous, creative and playful. And, and if you were to walk in and appreciate the original spouse, it, it would just be, man, you rock. <laughs> this is just awesome. This is awesome. Seriously. This is and so awesome. Some level of, um, making them feel special because that's what they want. They want to know that you get them and that, you know, that they're a little bit different and special mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know, there was a supervisor I was working with a while ago who really struggled with this. And she had 16 people on her team. She was, uh, again, an organizer. And the organizer personality is the logical, responsible organizer, really driven by data. And she had, she had four people on her team that were very different. And they were, they wanted, uh, their psych need was to be recognized as a person and to really, you know, build a relationship with their supervisor. Her coaching was direct to the point, data oriented, reports oriented. Her folks would make strides, but she really didn't appreciate them. She would just give them the information, the assignment, and she would walk away because that's the way she would like it. 
when we sat down and talked about this concept of filling their buckets, it became, okay, well, good job. I see that your numbers have improved. No, 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 let's tweak that a little bit. It really then becomes more about the relationship with the person on the team, more about the relationship with those four people on her team and the fact that she appreciates them as a person, not the effort, not the value, not the specialness, but just them. Did not make sense to her, driven by logic, but she was willing to give it a shot and she saw great strides. And when she saw that, did it become easier for her to, or at least... See, well, because she's results-oriented. When right. she saw the results... She saw, it was about the results. It was about the results. I don't think we would have been able to hit that home for her unless there was some sort of data as an output that mm-hmm. she could measure mm-hmm. that behavior on. Yeah. Uh, so she was quick to turn to, you know, w- what about the other styles? <laughs> Let's you know, go through the exercise. Yeah, and I just more data. Yeah. Well, this brings up something interesting because... If somebody is doing what this supervisor you talked about did and and kind of delivering the right message in the wrong way for that style, for the recipient, if I as the recipient do have this awareness and I am like, okay, I can hear that she's trying to fill my bucket. I can hear that she is expressing appreciation for me, even though I'd like to hear it differently. I understand that she's doing... Is that going to fill... Our bucket, you, you know what I mean? Can, is it possible to kind of reprocess it for like ourselves? process it yeah, for yourself? Yeah, because again, not everybody, you know, we're not, we're not all going to have a manager or a spouse or a friend who no. knows this. But if we, all of us here listening who, of course, you know, can we can kind of say, all right, it's not what I wanted, but I get it, you know? Totally. I, I think it's situational though, Sheila. It depends on what else is going on in your life. You've got an awful lot of distress from multiple directions coming at you and you're really in a not a great place. I'm not sure you could have that conversation internally to value the appreciation that was just coming to you to wrestle with it and understand it and see it. So if you don't have a lot of distress in your life and you are able to have that intelligent self-talk, sure, you can appreciate it. You get a little bucket fill there. Is it a home run? No, but it's certainly a single. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you get a little something. But I do think what else is going on in your life uh, and the level of distress can, if there's an awful lot of distress, it can cloud some of that. Yeah, you just, you need what you need. Yeah, and which is why, as we started this conversation, we really don't see an awful lot of people talking about it. It's not in the, no, the normal day-to-day conversation. Thank yous are thrown around. But I don't know the, if those thank yous really hit home for an awful lot of people. And if, if, if we can just take a time out. And if you're going to go the effort of giving a thank you, consider the personality of who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. If it's an organizer, make it be about their hard work and planning and logic and really appreciate it. For the connectors, we were saying, the warm and caring and sensitive folks, it's about the relationship you have with them. And somehow tie that appreciation to how it's affected your relationship. Oh, you know, that takes that thank you up a notch. Yeah. The advisor, dedicated, conscientious, observant. It's, uh, you know, what value do they bring to the family unit, the work unit, the team that you're on? What's their value? And, you know, you can actually make it about respect. That's also good. That's also really a home run. Yeah. 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 And finally, for the original, it's spontaneous, creative, 
playful folks, their psych need is contact. You can really meet that with them by lightening up, being fun, not so serious. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to give a conditional thank you. Like my story with Jane, you just want to say thank you, make it simple, that was great. make it fun, that was awesome. give them a high five. Mm, yeah. Get that contact both physical and emotionally as you do it. Yeah. And I would think really with those fun, playful types, particularly coming out of a maybe a really intense work situation or a tough committee or something to then lighten it up that way. That's a great point, Sheila. If they've come out of a just a slugfest kind of meeting and they put their heart and soul into uh, whatever work it was going into that meeting, when you're going out there to show them, uh, you know, give them a high five and let them know, oh, that was brutal, a little over the top, just show that you get how hard it was for them. Right is also a way for them to know, wow, that person really gets me. Yeah, which is so much of it. It's yeah. like, you get me. Yeah. It's feeling known and understood. And and depending on your relationship, let's, let's just think, you know, manager and somebody on their team or peer-to-peer, if you've got a good enough relationship and you can actually talk about this stuff, I know my manager knows my style and I know she knows when I am in distress. Mm-hmm. She can be as explicit as possible about giving me feedback, filling my needs, filling my bucket. And I know she's doing it consciously. It still oh, works. It still time. works. And Absolutely. Like, Are you kidding me? Well, that's the as funny it's thing. As it's happening, I'm like, oh my God, she knows what she's doing. And I can't help myself but smile and feel good about it. I know. I have had the same experience. It's really, it is really <laughs> amazing. It's very cool. It, it really, really works every time. I'm telling you, just to know the people that are around you and know when they get in distress. You don't have to start big. Know when they get in distress. Yeah. Know what that looks like. Yeah. And when they are in distress, if you can fill their bucket in some way and appreciate them in the way that they want to be appreciated. You know, we talked about this last time, I, th- I believe, when, um, but instead of being the golden rule, we call it the platinum rule. Mm-hmm. Um, do unto others. As not they, a, as as they th- want, as done, they unto want them. Yeah. done unto them. Yeah. Uh, and I think the level of appreciation and thank you is done the same way. Yeah. You know, we didn't talk that much about these other two styles, the doer, the really kind of action-oriented, resourceful, adaptable, charismatic folks and then the dreamers who are the introverted, quiet, reflective types. There aren't a lot of them around. But how do you show appreciation to a dreamer? Someone who's kind of calm and, and inward looking and maybe doesn't want a lot of contact right. or a lot of fuss or emotion. As you're saying it, you're sort of defining it. First of all, the dreamer's ten percent of the population and would prefer Solitude. So maybe the appreciation is direct and short and move on yeah. and, you know, step back, give them that solitude. You know, it's definitely not something you would do in public. Mm-hmm. You know, you would give the dreamer their appreciation in private. You don't want to make them feel any more uncomfortable. And I would walk away. Okay. I would let it sink in, mm-hmm. in solitude. Their response probably will be, Reflective of their personality, yeah. maybe not a lot of expression, not right. a lot of, but you'll, you'll know. know that you met it. Yeah, you'll know that you absolutely. Met it. 
And then doers. Doer, 5% of the population. They're an interesting group. Yeah. Their sort of mantra is just do it, go for it. You know, they're adrenaline junkies. They do look out for themselves. And they, I think if, if everybody just looked out for themselves, we'd all be good. <laughs> so for the doer, the appreciation is really just sort of, again, direct, a little bit in your face. Yeah. Sometimes it can be even you know, a challenge. They do like to achieve from a trophy winning kind of achievement mm, perspective. Mm-hmm. And so some sort of prize would be right down their sweet spot. They're just interesting. They're cool. <laughs> they are cool. They want you to recognize that they're cool. They want, they want everybody. <laughs> That's right. They, it's like the opposite of the dreamer probably right. almost, right? Like a lot of right. fanfare. A little fanfare. A little fanfare. Right. A little... In public. Yeah. In public. Put my name okay. on the door. <laughs> all, an, all, an all team email. Right. <laughs> Recognizing. Right. Um, well, this is great. I think that we've given clear thing for any style that you know, just how to do it. And, you know, I think the thing you said about if you're going to say thank you, make it count. Take a step back. Think for a minute about who you're saying it to and, and make yeah. it count. Fill their bucket. You're going to be doing a great for, thing I'm gonna, for them. I'm going to quote a stat. It's going to be wrong. Okay. I'm just going to go out. Okay. Th- that's the disclaimer, right? This is a, there are I, the, <laughs> the stats expressed on this podcast are. <laughs> so if you Those are, are if you guests. are an organizer, go ahead and shut your ears down for a, yeah. for a second. But I did see a stat recently that said the overwhelming number of corrections people receive versus kudos. And so as long as we're going down this path of appreciation. It's something three to one, eight to one. I don't remember what it was, but it was disproportionate. So kudos to corrections. Constructive feedback, I don't know. That's a positive way of saying it. So if we can give more appreciation on the kudos realm, I think we'd see a lot more people with full buckets. And that actually gets back to that quote that inspired this whole conversation. A person who feels appreciated will always do more than expected. So that kind of feedback we kind of all instinctively understand that that's the case and positive feedback is going to get you further than negative feedback in terms of the results you see in anything, in a work relationship, in a marriage, in a friendship, in a um, social, you know, PTA or um, any of these places where you've got, you have to interact with other people and um, your success depends on everybody kind of doing their best. If your bucket isn't a hundred percent full, you're spending energy trying to get it filled. Right. If you're spending energy on that, you could be spending it elsewhere. Yep. Perfect. Well, Andy, thanks again for joining us. Your thanks, Sheila. expertise is phenomenal, and I always love talking to you. Thank I, you. I appreciate you, Sheila. The value of these podcasts, and you're going to reach an awful lot of people, and, and it's just a really important thing that we do. Andy, thank you for saying that to me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate the value that you bring to our listeners. I genuinely am really happy right now that you just said that to me. I believe you. And thank you for listening to Personality Matters. Please join us again next time when we will talk about where, when, and why personality matters. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher. We're everywhere that podcasts are. If we are not where your podcasts are, please tell me and we will get there. And if you have any questions about this podcast, about anything that we've talked about, if there's something you'd love us to talk about, um, questions about personality, anything at all, please feel free to email us. It's podcast at 
mattersite.com. We'd love to hear from you. You have been listening to Personality Matters with Sheila Lothian. To learn more about the power of positive personality connections, visit us online at mattersite.com.